Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma and Brian E. Roach. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Joe Kuzma, and joining me here today, we're talking a little bit more NFL draft. We're in the draft season, not quite mock draft insanity, but nonetheless, welcome back. I want uh, Mr. Brian E. Roach. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? We'll have to figure out whether we can do that before the draft. Oh, we could, we could do that before the draft. We just got to get on the, the same page, my friend. But we're here. Yes. We're here. We're on the we same are. page. We got, we're talking about the, the big nasties today. Well, one of two sets of big nasties, but the dudes in the trenches. You were, this was of your request. You're like, no, Flash, Flash is not permitted to talk about offensive linemen. Now, you would have allowed the other Zach to speak oh, yeah. about Mr. offensive Mr. Metcher, the professor of football, he, well, he could talk about any of the positions. Yeah, okay. that that's that's true, and um, he's still lurking around. He he, we, he may be he may he may just pop in here in the next week or two. Redraft. I don't know if he's still keeping big boards and stuff like that. I know he's busy with his you know coaching duties and everything. Actual else. actual football yeah, actual career. Football. Yeah, not like <laughs> you know the pretenders that we are over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is okay. Hey, for those of you watching for the first time, don't leave yet. You're not allowed to. Yeah, you got to stay all the way to the end. It's like the two percenters that we have. Polar seltzer. Yes. What well, you are always, you are a thirsty guy. Every time I see you, you are thirsty. You have, Although, you have, you have no idea, my friend. That, I think that has like different connotations, maybe. <laughs> so, anyways. Not me. No. No. I'm old. I, 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 I only thirst for liquid refreshment. Liquid refreshment. Is there a different kind of ref? I guess there could be. And I, I don't know. Like I don't know. Ice cream. Ice cream is not a liquid. It's it's like frozen liquid. So that well, would be a, a cool solid. breeze is not a liquid, and that could be refreshing. You're absolutely correct. Uh, the the little Pomeranian that um, I haven't pulled her out on in the show. You probably hear her yap at Please some don't. point here. And uh, uh, <laughs> she was in the back of the car. You put the window down, and she's just like the hair's blowing in the, in the breeze and everything. I don't get it. I don't know how dogs can do that. I can't. I don't like having my window open for like two seconds. And people on motorcycles, you know all the more power to you. You get sunglasses and maybe a ball of clover. You got to put like the bandana around your mind. Cause you don't want like, you know, like mosquitoes in, your, in your teeth. Yes. Bugs yes. in your teethers. Mosquito mosquitoes. Well, usually, you know how we start one of these things is when we pick out a position and usually it's a position maybe of need or perceived need or draft Twitter need, you know, you go on the pro football wizards focus, whatever website, and you go on their mock draft simulator that allows you to do a maximum of three rounds once per day, once per day. It's a very, very awesome thing uh, for their free version there. And you go on there and uh, it'll tell you that you might need uh, a G, a C or a T. And if you need one of those, we're not just, this is an alphabet soup or anything here. Those are all offensive linemen. And that's what yes, we mean by the, the big uglies, the big nasties. These are the, these are the guys that uh, keep Mr. Kenneth Shane Pickett upright, allow him time to pass, allow him to grow in his second year as a Steeler. And that's kind of important too, Brian. We got a new coach hire. 
we do. Uh, offensive quality control. I already forgot his full title or what his name was, uh, but I will pull that up. I, I had it up actually, but that was the whole point of of mentioning it. And people are like, oh, can his blah. title just be Smack Mac Canada in the back of the head uh, that, when it, necessary? I believe that was one of the <laughs> he see he got hired on Indeed, and that was in the job description. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the bullets along with like a a salary range that between several six figure salaries to the other yes. maybe but uh glenn thomas offensive assistant coach and you know uh flash and i were talking about this but we didn't get to talk about it on the show we actually were like damn it we forgot about it you know yeah. uh, this might be another one of those higher a year ahead but i don't think it's to be an offensive coordinator the uh experience of glenn thomas is mostly working with quarterbacks, quarterbacks, coach, passing game type deal. This is the smack Mac Canada upside his head because if Mac Canada doesn't get it together and most people that are listening to this, probably the uh, uh, other half of the 2%, the 98% are thinking, yeah, that's never going to happen. Mike Sullivan would be the internal hire, I believe, uh, who has a, quite a bit of OC experience over the yep. years. And then Glenn Thomas would probably either keep the position that he has now, or depending on how he works out with Kenny Pickett, slides over and transitions to the quarterback's coach. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And we have one other development since we talked about wide receivers on the last show, and we also made fun of the Baltimore Ravens. Let's do that again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's make fun of them. Look, I, let's just put it this way. Put it this way. I'm quite content. I could catch as many balls as Odell Beckham Jr. in that offense, and I will not cost them eighteen million dollars. I will cost them, you know, two eighteen dollars. <laughs> well, fifteen. Well. <laughs> only fifteen guaranteed, Brian. Only fifteen. Only. Only fifteen. Only. Um, it's that meme with the guy over under on the number of passes he actually catches in the season. Fifteen target <laughs> targets going his way like that. It's probably fifteen targets. It's that meme. Uh, with the guy in like the bubble coat, you know what I mean? And he's like, he's looking away and then he's like, you know, pointing like the buddy Jesus <laughs> from dogma. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It's like pay Lamar Jackson, you know, 30, whatever million and maybe under the tag or sign Odell Beckham for, and there's people out there. I've seen Ravens fans. They now have the best wide receiver core in the AFC North. And it's like, um, is there some type of new drug that's hit the streets that I'm not aware of? It must be very potent or perhaps fatal because that is what you are putting into your body that would make your brain even suggest. And I'm not even going to say that the Steelers have the best. I'm not even going there. I'm not even trying to be biased. Like the Bengals by far have the best. Odell Beckham would probably be wide receiver four on that depth chart. Like, yeah. I don't think he beats out Boyd. He definitely doesn't beat out Higgins or Jamar Chase. Well, so, when's the last time he played a full season? Um, he didn't play one last year. So, I know he didn't play at all. <laughs> Let's give this guy 15 guaranteed coming off of like his second torn ACL, I believe. And the Odell Beckham, uh, you know, I'm a stats uh, whore. Uh, last thousand yard receiving season. He did get a thousand with Cleveland, even though we said he wouldn't, but he did a thousand thirty five with his massive four touchdowns. He has had a double digit touchdown season. Ironically, the same last time he had a pro bowl season, which would be 2016, his first three years in the league, double digit TDs all over a thousand yards. He got hurt 2017, uh, 77 catches, 1052. And Oh, I got that wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, 
what am I at? 77, 10, 52, and six touchdowns is where I was headed with that. Then he went to Cleveland. And he only cut three touchdowns the one year and none the second year before going over to the Rams. And I, I just can't wait to see, like, it was his pappy, his dad, I think, that was the one that was uh, all over social media and just ripping the Browns organization and Baker Mayfield and causing all that drama. But, yeah, I mean, he did okay, caught five touchdowns uh, with the Rams, 305 yards and uh, eight games appeared, 27 catches. It was 10 more catches than he got in Cleveland in two fewer games. And more yardage and, of course, five more touchdowns. It also helped they have Cooper Cup. And I believe, oh, did he fill in for Robert Woods? Or they might have had somebody else there. I'm trying to think at the same time. But they have enough, they have more than enough guys to throw the ball to, is the point. A, that's kind of like the fill. And I don't think this is like, why would you go to Baltimore? Like, this is, I, I don't know. I don't know why Baltimore uh, would So pay that him. you can make it through the whole season and not actually have to do anything? Oh yeah, run blocking receiver, right? Yeah. yeah so that's, well, oh yeah, sure. He's a run blocking receiver. <laughs> hey. Oh yeah. What's that like awkward side eye monkey face guy? <laughs> yes, that's the other meme where it's like looking forward and then uh oh, yeah. it caught me on camera. I'm getting a beverage too. It just seems like the cool thing to do. It is the cool thing to do. Hope people don't hear me slurping over there. I'm just. I try to I try to be on my best behavior. I try to have etiquette and manners and you know, we haven't quite yet devolved into debauchery here on the show, but we're getting closer by the minute. Every every time we do this, we're getting further and further along from the path, the stray from the path. Speaking of the path, this is this is the way. This is the way I have spoken. <laughs> yes. The, speaking of guys who who run block, offensive line. I think it was perceived before free agency that without a shadow of a doubt, the Pittsburgh Steelers were drafting an offensive lineman with their first round pick. Without a doubt, they might take two. If they're they have three picks in the top 50. Now all of a sudden you kind of look at this and you're on the outside and you've seen what's gone on in free agency. And probably wondering to yourself, how high of a priority now is getting an offensive lineman? Because for some folks, we'll take a look at the we'll take a look at the roster right now or the depth chart, right? Um obviously they signed another guard. They signed two. Okay, you got a reserve guy, Nate Herbig. You've got uh, what, Isaac Suomalo? I should have made you say that one. I'll make you say the other. I'll make you say the other guy's name, James Daniels. <laughs> James Daniels. I low, can say that name. Low hanging fruit. Um, but with the two big prized free agent guards on your interior line, I didn't think guard would be unless, you know, of course, David DeCastro or Alan Fanica, like some guys that are really headlining their class. Yeah, but there's not two, even one three. of those guys in this class. Not only is there not that, but I mean, they would probably be available at 17, but now you don't need huh. them. Right. So, so I think, I think that's okay. Now where you start to get in a little murkiness here is would they, would they draft a center? You look at Mason Cole. Don't really have, I guess Herbig, 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 Herbie, Herbig, Herbig. I he could, he will, could play a little dabble yeah. at the center position a little bit, or well, you've got actually a lot of position flexibility across yeah. that. Herbig can play center. James Daniels has played center. Um, I think even Sumalumalumo might have played some center. Sumalumo. Uh, <laughs> Isaac. I'm just going to call him Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> big eye. Um, the big eye. Big eye. The big eye, I think the big eye may have played some center. Uh, so, I mean, they have position flexibility amongst that that group right there. Um, 
to make up for anything they lost when J.C. Hasenauer signed with the Giants. <laughs> oh, big, big loss. I mean, they could pretty much pluck someone from the XFL right now. Yes. I mean, that's where they got him to begin with was the Alliance of American Football. Sorry. Um, Wait, where's my sarcasm sign? Fresh out of sarcasm right there, Brian. That's what I it is. I you, you're it out is. of it because you don't have to sign. So, yeah. but anyways... Uh, looking over the uh, the Steelers depth chart, I know we didn't get to the tackles yet, but uh, yeah, they got they got this Ryan McCollum that they signed. Like when the you know he's kind of a camp body type guy. Maybe he might yeah. make the roster. Um, still in, in depth, you've got Kendrick Green. He's got no, starting don't. valuable NFL no, starting don't. experience at the same no, position. Don't. You don't. No, stop it right now. Stop. You don't. There's no way Kendrick. I don't even think he goes to camp. He's not making the team. <laughs> he might go to camp. You know, these guys are still cheap enough contracts. But at this point, I don't know. What do you say? Yeah, that's a that's starting center to practice squad in three years. Practice. He didn't get a helmet last year. Even Mason Rudolph. Yeah, got I know, a but he made the fifty-three. Right. Yeah, he just didn't I get mean, a helmet. I mean, and Kevin Dotson was competing for his starting job for his proverbial NFL career life. Yeah, with Kendrick Green, and now you know we just talked about Herbig, and so as a longtime Steelers fan, I believe that uh, Omar Khan should trade Kendrick Green for a first round pick. Oh, don't pick, <laughs> don't pick on our buddy Ed, our buddy Ed. I mean, it would be great if we could. And sometimes I'm sorry, hey Ed, if I, you're. I, if you're watching or listening, if you're you, watching, yes, we do. We do. We do get proof that we do read the comments sometimes. Oh, actually all the time. But <laughs> anyways, uh, okay. So you still got, you've got plenty of guards though in reserve. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they got enough that'll make the team. You got enough that are there. That's not the big thing, but you think Mason Cole is safe. That's the one that I'm not so, I'm not so sure. I think he's about safe for this year. Yeah. I, I think he's safe for this year. Um, do I think that there's an outside chance they draft a center? If they do, it's the kid with three names from Minnesota. The serial killer name, because you got to yeah, have yeah. three. Yeah, you got to have three names that. to be a serial killer. That kid. Uh, um, John Michael I Schmitz. Yeah, John Michael Schmitz. Um, and I don't think he's even a second-round guy, Might unless somebody's desperate. I think he's a third-round guy. Um the Ohio State Center, Luke, what's Whipler, Wipler? I can't remember. Um, Luke. I'm just going to call him Luke and John, making <laughs> it very biblical here right after the holidays. Uh, <laughs> and, Par and, and Paris, because Paris will yes. be, uh, that's just another biblical name, St. Paris. So, But that's going into the tackles. It's not in the centers. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, there's an out. If one of those two guys is there, in the third round and they feel like there's value i can see them getting a set picking one of them i probably not luke probably john michael will be the guy that if they're going to target somebody it's him but i you know i rate it at less than a a 50 chance that they draft a center yeah they met with john michael schmitz uh yeah. your, your top guys are luke uh whipler from uh ohio state Joe the, the the, the the Ohio State. I stand corrected. Um, not the Wisconsin like Joe Tipman, uh, John Michael Schmitz, Juice Juice Scruggs from Penn State, and another Big Ten. These are all Big Ten guys, which the makes Michigan them guy. All, yes, uh, Ola uh, Sugan, Ola Watimi. Michigan guy. Yeah, Michigan I, guy. I think I stuck the landing on that one. And then you Uba go Duba Duba. And then and then <laughs> on some of these boards, these guys might be Mister Irrelevance. You got a guy from Troy. 
making it on this list after that but it's like all big 10 dudes which is interesting in its of itself but the reason i wasn't thinking so much schmitz unless he is slimmed or trimmed down isn't he like three they have seen six four 320 pounds that just doesn't seem like the steelers he's a mauler yeah he's steelers, a mauler it's not the steelers mo at that position though it's usually it's not it's you not. know but but the the winds of change are blowing my friend they, they really are. are they might go in there and get somebody that can rough it up yeah so that leaves us at the tackle position i see a lot of people they they poo poo all over chooks for ah you thought i was gonna say the other guy first but they, no, they, they poo poo on both of them so really it's okay do. they really do i I do not have a problem with chooks for i'm not gonna say that i love his contract and say he can't be upgraded but of the two you're probably looking at dn moore as the guy you need to upgrade and i saw a great comment from someone on facebook the other day that had said Pretty much like what we've been preaching for a while. Uh, how much of that problem is the inconsistency at left guard? Kevin Dotson, also still inconsistency at left guard, uh, being only like a two-year player, getting thrown in there as a rookie, a fourth-round guy. Obviously, if you want to upgrade, if you go and grab somebody in the third or the fourth round, is it really an upgrade or just another Dan Moore? Or maybe is Dan Moore playing above his draft pedigree, even as it is as a fourth-round guy? He, you know, I mean little above the line they've really just got to clean up the priest like the the well it's not all pre-snap penalties but just got to clean up the the discipline a little bit you know what i mean and if you get that down he's he's shown some promise here or there so i don't necessarily know that they take a stab that it's still when you look around the steelers roster typically when you're looking at needs you're like okay gotta take this guy because if it's like a first round pick this is also the other piece of this as you were just saying with center is where do you take them who do you take and where might they be taken? You're saying maybe John Michael Schmitz might be a third rounder, and that's where a lot of people have him mocked. He's maybe not even in the top 60 or so picks on some of these draft boards, big boards, and whatnot. So that gets him outside of the first two rounds. And that means you don't have to reach. But with tackle, you're automatically thinking, oh, in order to get a premier guy that's protecting Kenny Pickett's blind side, you got to take him in the first round. I will not argue that. Doesn't mean well, that everybody has to do that. What's that? I was gonna say, yeah. Look, I, I'm gonna sum up the first round. If if um Harris Johnson or Roderick Jones are there, you run to the podium and take them. I don't think either one of them is gonna be there at 17. If they are, you take them. And and if you don't, it's a mistake. Doesn't mean that they will, because the Steelers don't necessarily value the tackle position the same way everybody else in the known universe does. <laughs> That's where um, they that's where they really skimp on paying the the big buckos. Yeah. But if if one of those two guys and and Wait, I who was your two again? Skaransky, per, per, Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones. So uh, Georgia Ohio and State. Ohio State. Well, flip um, it the other way around. Par, Paris Camel from Ohio the Ohio State. The Ohio State University and, and Broderick Jones, Georgia. Yeah. Um and, all, and all big dudes too. It, it, there's even a little bit of risk with Broderick Jones because he's only played the position for a short period of time. Um, he doesn't have a huge sample size, but he's freaky, freaky athletic. Um, and the traits are all there and he's gonna go uh, probably, I mean, there's just enough tackle needs that that you, it's unlikely either one of them there is there at 17. Um, if, if neither yeah. one of them is there at 17, you do not draft a tackle at 17. I'm not going to disagree with you because we've said enough times, Peter Skaronsky, some of his measurables, 
lot of people are looking at his arm length. Just um, it might not translate to being a tackle at the NFL level. A lot of people... I think he can be a fine right tackle. Yeah. I don't think he yeah, can be a left want... tackle. Do you draft a right tackle at pick 17? I'm not drafting a right tackle at 17. No. Left tackles you draft at 17. Right tackles you do not draft at 17. Well, and I mean, I'm going to tell you, right tackle is becoming as important as left tackle. Right tackles have to block TJ Watt. Um, I mean, obviously the Steelers right tackle doesn't have to block TJ Watt in a game, just in practice. But I mean, there are starting to be enough edge rushers that are premium elite guys on the right side too. And the way that they tend to move people around, right tackle is becoming almost as important as left tackle. The only difference is quarterbacks can look and see that's the right That's what I was going to say, right-handed quarterbacks versus left-handed yeah. quarterbacks, and that's yeah. that's why the left tackle position, and for most of us or most of us out there that aren't, you know, maybe privy to that said information, if you're throwing with your right, you're going to probably have your back turned to people coming from your left side. So that's why they call it the blind side, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Sometimes, you know what, I just don't want to speak over anyone's heads. Maybe some folks learned something today. I'm full of... Uh, all kinds of things. Don't forget to try the G- don't forget it, to try the veal. It, I'll be here all weekend. You're full of it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah, just looking at uh, some of the draft boards and some of the folks that are out there are listed on here. Paris Johnson, obviously the, he's the, he's the head of this class and should be a top 10 pick. You would think. Uh, I yeah, don't, probably. I don't know that he would go outside of it. Uh, myself and uh, Flash, we went down all the te- a lot of the teams in their draft order and what their needs might be. And in that top 10, you're probably looking at the Panthers and Texans, I would think, both taking a quarterback. The, uh, maybe the Colts as well. But Cardinals, Colts, Seahawks, Lions, Raiders, Falcons, Bears, Eagles. I mean, Eagles at 10, if he even lasted that long. That almost, like, screams. I got to look and see who they still have there. But, um well, they uh, still got Lane Johnson. Yeah, but it, what, um, he's like 35 years old now, 34, 35. Yeah. And so is Kelsey, but Kelsey, they've got his replacement already. They took one of the centers and kicked him out. To, yeah. or it was the guy other than Creed Humphrey. Why can't I think of his name yeah. right now? Um, um, uh, the Dickerson, guy from Alabama. Dick, Landon, Di- yeah, Dickerson. Landon Dickerson. Yeah. yeah. So they, they've got that. But, I mean, that kind of screams like their move. And it also kind of – it does kind of scream a Steelers move that they would, like, really load up on on the trenches but we're thinking maybe 17 you pass on that Paris uh Gamble might not be there that's one yeah. reason why and you get to 32 Dewan Jones the other side the mountain the mountain of a man who I'm sure Mike Tomlin will look at and go well that's a big man uh oh yes he will yes he will know, that there's no question about that to me Dewan Jones at 32 I I personally love I love taking him at that first pick in the second round um, you know, if you don't, if you miss out on the top two, Juan Jones at 32 is, is I think a very, very, very good pick. The problem is he's probably more of a right tackle than he is a left tackle. So you don't think Mike Tomlin lover of freak show circus type large men like Alejandro Villanueva, oh, you Dan know, he Colors sees that, that guy six, eight. 374 pounds, 36 and three eighths inch arms. I mean, dude is, I mean, those arms, arms are five inches longer. Left tackle it. Like yeah. he's got the reach to play left tackle without a doubt. 
Yeah, but uh, five inches longer than Skaronsky's arms. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's kind of. Uh, we could get into some territory here. I wonder what his shoe size is and everything else like that. But he's a mammoth, mammoth, mammoth dude. No, uh, you and and your pervertedness. I don't, I don't know. What to, I, I'm just talking about. He's just got long limbs, my friend. Long, long see, limbs. Has he got a big foot big, thing? And the big, well, the big shoes. Man. They pull. They they see. Look, they with the cleat with the cleats <laughs> i'm trying to talk my way out of it it's just not happening it's not um, working. he's gonna be able to plant himself better in the turf that that turf that uh john harbaugh doesn't like over at acrisure stadium yeah. heinz field at acrisure stadium for those who saw the april fool's joke uh, over on the website people are still commenting on it they're seeing it like a week later and they're like yay and it's like some people just the, the the fact that the internet only reads headlines and responds to headlines when you post it on social media and didn't yeah. go all the way to the end where it says, Hey, you big dummy. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. My daughter said she was not fooled. Oh, well, that's good. That's because she's a college educated lady. Yes, yeah, she is. She is. She's probably smarter than both of us by now. Uh, the wine been when she was two. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. The things that kids will say, uh, you skipped, you skipped completely over some, what we got, we got one four year starter, Darnell Wright with Tennessee, the Tennessee vol volunteer six, five, three 33 is another large, large human. Um, I know it just doesn't seem like it would be the Steelers fit, right? Even though Tennessee seems that, you know, Mike Tomlin's got that little bit of a pipeline coming in from Tennessee. Uh, yeah. If there's anywhere that he would think about it, and there was somebody that had a bird in his ear, it might be Darnell Wright. Although I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I, like I see a lot of people projecting Darnell Wright to the Steelers. I've seen them even taking him at 17, which is nuts. Um, I, I just, I don't see it. One, one of, you know, I don't, I don't think that it's the same kind of comparison like there is i mean there are from some very solid tackles that come in positions you know three four five maybe even six uh, but there is definitely between johnson and jones there's a drop off yeah yeah um and the, and i i think of the of that other group um i mean darnell Wright's okay i, I like dewan jones a little better um Who's the other guy that I can't remember now? Anton Harrison, Oklahoma. Anton Harrison. Yeah. But I think Anton Harrison is really just one of those guys, and I can't remember whether it's Anton Harrison or Darnell Wright. They are just a right tackle. Forget it. That is the only place they're playing. Uh, Darnell's played both, and Anton Anton played both last year, but he primarily played, uh, I have the numbers here, 803 snaps as a left tackle to 53 so he had to fill well, he's, in. He's more of a left end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's well, totally. Uh, 2020, 333 snaps and 671 and 21. Uh, overwhelmingly, what's he got here? About like 1,800 snaps at right tackle or at left tackle. I'm sorry. Going to confuse everyone else here. Um, Darnell Wright uh, was not pl even playing tackle, I don't think, the year before. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He played, he played right last year, left in 2021. So he got a position swap last year, and he primarily played right and 2020 and as well as we've got them all uh i've got them all on my screen anyways um very similar paris johnson was a left tackle but also played right guard before that but yeah. you just you just feel i mean the guy was he was just so dominant like it's a little bit different than some of these guys get thrown out there and they look like yeah this guy looks okay can maybe play this part or whatever 
And, and then you've got a guy that's just like, it's like a lineage too. It's like a long pipeline of guys that have at Ohio. I mean, Ohio state, Oklahoma, these are kind of the places you that breed Alabama, Georgia. Yep. They're going to breed your offensive linemen, you know, uh, Broderick Jones. Let's see if Broderick Jones was one of those two. Now, both most primarily left tackle, uh, DeWand obviously played it right the last two seasons. Yep. So makes sense right since his teammate we were already talking about uh you get down into some of these lower um i don't even want to say lower because cody no teeth well cody no teeth the, the kid from syracuse here Berge, bergeron uh bergeron. bergeron i like a little bit um yeah. i you know i 49 maybe yeah uh wouldn't take him as high as 32 but 49 maybe uh cody no teeth i would i would take an 80 um yeah yeah, that's a good that's a good spot for him. It's it, that's kind of one of these, and he's from North Dakota State. I mean, even like you know, Syracuse is like true D one. You know, we know we yeah. think we have him, we think of him as like a basketball school, but still, uh, you can't always think that way. I don't always want to think that way. You know, I'm a fan of FCS football, but you're you're starting to get that. We saw that happen with um, the guy who ended up with the Denver Broncos. That was the center, and I wanted to say it was Radons, and it's not Radons. It was um, when Miners, uh, when we were talking about centers, so two years ago now. Jeez, yeah, going a little further back because uh, like last year, like you know, we were thinking offensive line. Steelers made all these moves, Mace Cole, uh, James Daniels, and it was like it was off the board, and we were all gung ho on the quarterback position from there forward. And of course they took a wide receiver defensive line. And it was kind of like an afterthought here. I think they're going to find at least find somebody that's going to be depth. Should there be an injury to more or core for, I think they've got to pull the trigger at some point in those first three rounds. And maybe um, this gentleman from North Dakota state, six, five, three Oh two. One of the more athletic tackles. He's a little, is he a little light on his ass? I don't know. Might not be. Um, Sub five Hard one. To call anybody who's three oh two. I know, I know. But I mean, you know, yeah, I know. I'm th because like I can't imagine. By the way, did you say Russell Okung in his body transformation? I'm gonna see if I can find this. I'll pop it up uh, for everyone. Just it's like another one of those things, like um, Alan Fanica. Like Alan Fanica. Yeah, Alan Fanica, and it's far from just Alan Fanica. Or Aaron Smith. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, Aaron Smith. How how big was Aaron Smith? It was a big boy. He was a big boy, but he wasn't like a 300-some pound big boy. No, though. he wasn't. Uh, but now he's thin. Yeah, yeah. So um, there he is, man. You can't believe this guy played offensive line. I mean, that, that guy, that dude's thinner than me now. Maybe both of us. Like, he is. That's frightening. Yeah, he was like Skeletor. Like, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I wasn't sure if you saw that, but wow, what a body transformation! And it's, a, I, you know, I'm not you poking know, fun of him at all. It's just, I'm just gonna tell you, I don't generally spend shocking. my time looking for half naked men on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just, you know, well, they tend no, to, I miss that. I totally miss that. <laughs> they tend to find me. <laughs> not my fault, my friend. You, you get what you put out. <laughs> I'm not putting that kind. Of, I don't even take my hat off for the Twitterverse. Okay, so that's just that ain't happening. Uh, but yeah, Cody mock, uh, primarily yes. 100% of the way a left tackle North Dakota state. And I mean, we'll see, we'll see what he ends up, uh, what he ends up doing, what he ends up doing on the pro level. Like, I, and, and I mean, people uh, have to understand, like I said, 
I don't know that the Steelers value a, a tackle at the same level that the rest of, of the teams do, that the prognosticators and that the analysts do. Um, you know, they have gotten by, and we went, we've gone through it before, they have gotten by without drafting a tackle high for a very long time. Um, and even on the rare occasions when they do, you know, sometimes it's more missed than hit. They've done good yeoman's work by finding those guys elsewhere. Um, and that being said, there is certainly every chance that they don't draft an offensive lineman at all. Um, like, it's a realistic... Do I think that they think they need a tackle? Yes, I think they probably even agree we need to upgrade that position. I also think that the, the focus that they've had on the offensive line the last two years would lead you to believe that they think they need to upgrade that position. And But that may mean, uh, you know, at 32 or at 49, not at 17. Uh, again, it just depends on how the boards fall and, and what players are available um, at those positions. I, I do think they probably will draft a tackle um, because it just fits with the emphasis that they've been placing on rebuilding the offensive line. I think if they do, it's going to be a guy who fits in the mold of the offensive line that they're trying to build, which is kind of an old school offensive line that can manhandle people and do some power uh, and, and move the sticks, so to speak, which I'm sure Najee is thrilled with. Why wouldn't he be? Um, oh, all of them. And yeah. And just also, you know, help, help Kenny keep him upright. Uh, and protect him a bit, give him a little more time to throw than he had last year. Um, so it's my point being, there's certainly a chance they don't take an offensive lineman. I think they probably will. Um, and I think it will be 32 or 49. That's fair enough. Uh, I got some deeper guys, though. You can't go too deep when you don't have, what, a fifth or a sixth round pick. Yeah, 120. That's the last shot. Yeah. Anything after that is garbage. Yeah. Unless they get back in there and they find their, um, you know, louder milk type of uh, a player, but on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, I was looking at, uh, there's a, there's a guy here from Maryland, 66306, uh, Jalen Duncan, pro football uh, focus has him uh, ranked currently 123. Three on their overall board. He is a um, a redshirt senior, so he's a four year player, and but he was giving up a lot of pressures against Big Ten competition. You've got uh, Carter Warren from Pittsburgh, and you talk mm -hmm. about a Kenny Pickett teammate, six five three eleven. He's got thirty five and three eighths inch arms, and he's also a four year starter as a red shirt senior. Now he's also uh, primarily uh, I say primarily because he only had 11 snaps in the last three seasons at right. He's primarily a left tackle. So that could be one that uh, maybe put on your radar. If they don't jump ahead too far, everyone's yep. going to, everyone's going to be do jumping up and down and doing jumping jacks and everything else and saying, this is the guy that replaces Dan Moore. But if it's not by fifth pick 50, I don't know that that's a week one starter, especially not at left tackle. Yeah. 
in the NFL. And even pick 50 might not be, uh, you would hope maybe, uh, because you've got, what, 100 guys with first-round grades floating around out there as every year you do with Draft Twitter. But we just got done hammering the hell out of the wide receivers on the last show with Flash, Brian. And a little bit coming out, was it um, – um oh why can't i think his name is it jim nagy runs the senior bowl is that the right name i'm looking for and yeah but he was just talking about how a lot of people maybe have overvalued the wide receiver class there aren't a whole lot of teams throwing around first round grades unless his name is jackson smith jackson smith and jigba once again from the ohio state ohio state university yes and uh that could very much throw a lot of things out of whack here as well. Cause you, could you imagine the Steelers looking down the barrel of somebody like a Jordan Addison hanging around or any of the other fine young men that we met mentioned from the other day, I'm always forgetting. Um, I, I will tell you, Jordan uh, Addison will be there at 17. May, yeah. He, he'll be there at 17. Oh, and he, they should like, not draft him at 17. No, I'm I'm not feeling that either. You know, we haven't gotten to it. We're going to be talking about it. But if we're sitting here right now in our chairs and we've just said, nah, you know, what wide receiver would it take to take a wide receiver at 17? What offensive lineman would it take? There's not a guard or a center that we like. It would have to be like Paris Campbell or um, uh, Broderick. Uh, man, I'm losing so information. Paris Campbell? Theirs. Paris Campbell was a was a wideout. Why do you keep I'm saying sorry, Paris, Paris Johnson, because he's also from the Ohio State University. I know it's through. Get your Paris's right, man. Blah, 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 blah. Too many Paris's. This is Paris Johnson Jr. By the way, yes. sir, that means there was another Paris Johnson out there Same. somewhere. Yes, yes, and he is going to uh, listen to this and he's going to correct me. <laughs> Actually, Paris Ainsley. Campbell might be a senior or junior too. You know, that's what the players do now. They have they have like a kid. Uh, and then, oh, and then they put the senior on their jersey if they're the dad or the junior, the honor, the father, the other way around. And that's some pretty cool stuff. So I might be speaking out of turn all the way around. But Broderick Jones, Broderick yes. Jones was if, the other if, guy. So you've got two tackles. I don't know about if, wide receiver. Like you, it, if, like if I, I don't there, see it. Like I, I can tell you, and I think I said this last time around. Yeah. Unless Jackson Smith and Jigba is there at seventeen, and unless. You have, and and only if all of the other key elements are off the board that you might need, because it's a luxury pick for them at 17 to pick a wide receiver. But if Jackson Smith and Jigba is there at 17 and Broderick Jones and Paris Johnson are not there, I might take Jackson Smith and Jigba before I take Joey Porter Jr., yeah, there's enough corners. It seems like the corners are a little deeper too, where you might not have to take it's a guy good corner at class. 17 either. Some people are even speculating, could the Steelers take two? And uh, I'm not against that idea necessarily. Not at all. Yeah, it's just, you know, they've only got so many picks. If you end up adding another pick because somebody else wants to jump up a little higher, especially at 32. 32, there's some funny things that could happen. Like 17, I'm kind of like, okay, there was one thing that like popped up. Oh, and it had to be Andrew Filippone because he's the only dumbass that would say something like this. And yes, I did call him that. I to, to be completely honest, I don't think that Pony is necessarily a dumbass. I think he says he dumbass plays one on TV. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> said he says it to get a reaction like he just yes. did for me. And now I'm the dumbass having reacted to it. But he said something about like trading up. Would you give up 17 and 49 to move up to 10 and take? Does it even matter the name? 
And I said, no. no not in a million years. <laughs> no, because no. they have not had, we went through this. It's been like almost 30 years since they've had three picks in the top 50. Like they Who have. Who are you going to get at 10 right now? Other than a Paris Johnson or, you know, a, a Broderick Jones. Who are you going to get at 10? I think that's, that's an impact player on this team. I think that's the only, I think it might've been a Paris Johnson situation. He tweets so damn much. I'm not going to be able to find exactly who he said, but that was right. like my initial gut reaction to that as well was. Well, uh, I mean, there's I some, much rather some have... other moron has this trading up to what with Detroit to 12 in order to take Broderick Jones. That's, but again, given up, I think 49 and 17 to get there. I'm like, no, 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 no. Actually, this was posed by our buddy Flash, and I know, but I know this wasn't him that came up with it. That's the only reason why I'm not dumping on him and throwing him under the bus. But it was he said this is a fun one. The Steelers could package 32 and 17 <laughs> to move up into the top 10 and grab Christian Gonzalez. Would you be psyched or super psyched? And uh, no, I don't feel that. I would much rather stay at 17 and grab like a Joey I, Porter Jr. and then maybe I Addison falls in your lap or something like that. I, I look, Christian Gonzalez is 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 a stud corner. He's probably the best corner in the draft. Um, and it could be a lockdown, shutdown type corner for you for a long period of time. The the thing is, it's an if, right? If this is they have the opportunity to get three impact players in this draft, right? And I'm not gonna give up two of them Correct. to get one. Correct. I, I, I'm not. That's where I'm at. One hundred percent of the way. Steelers pick seventeen is valued we got this chart right and it's been updated for this year 950 points at pick 17 for and then for 32 is 590 so you're looking at what's the quick math there about 1500 just under 1600 no, a little over 1600 yeah, 1640 but it doesn't matter you're not going to get the five for seattle 1700 and detroit Where do you 16. need to you don't want to be at five no uh, do you need to be that high to get somebody like a Christian Gonzalez? Probably not. I mean, no. I, 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 I go well, back to that board. Yeah. Well, you right? look, again, and it's teams that are drafting there, like the okay. Raiders and the Stop. Falcons quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. Edge quarterback. Uh huh. D line. No, you don't need to be in that group to get Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. You probably don't need to be higher than nine, maybe eight. Yeah, I don't know if the I don't know the Falcons might do some really goofy stuff. I have no idea what they really should yeah, be going quarterback it. too, but there's only so many of them. Like what's left? Are they well, going to move here's, somewhere? Here's the only thing that scares me about New England could take Joey Porter at yeah. 14 without a doubt. Um so I mean, if you've got Gonzalez, Witherspoon and Joey Porter all gone uh by 17, which is very possible. Um, and here's the thing. If all three of the corners are gone, right? If those top three corners are gone and cause I think 17 is too high to take Deontay banks. I think Dante Deontay banks fits in really nicely at 32. Um, but you know, if those top three corners are gone, if the top two tackles are gone, I, I just don't see it. I don't see five spots to take all of that in between where we are with the other things that are there, the edge guys that are there, the D line guys that are there and the, and the four quarterbacks who I think are all going to go. Although we'll Levi's Levi's Strauss pants 
that guy, Mr. <laughs> Dungaree. He might he he may not go in the first round. He may fall out of the yeah, first round. Yeah, but this is see, this is this is where it's the fun exercise. I'll be doing this again yeah. because Flash likes the guys with the swagger. So you got to go over. We're going to be doing the DBs. Yeah, primarily the corners, the safety class just doesn't, uh, the safety class doesn't look like there's a first. Brian Branch and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the safety class. That, yeah, that's it. That's it. And that could very well be the seven. That could very well could be 17 if some of the guys that you mentioned were gone. And we're going to be exploring a little more of that. But that's the whole point of seeing, okay, there's got to be a tackle that's taken. I'm going to tell you. Somewhere Brian in that Branch group. is the only choice at 17, right back. I don't have a problem. <laughs> I, hey, look, I, you will not. No, that, that's not arguments. saying anything bad against Brian Branch. Right. But I'm just saying, if that's what you're going to spend 17 on, trade back. Then what is someone trading up for? See, the Cardinals are already feeling offers at three. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And I, and I guarantee you, it's because somebody wants to get ahead of the Colts. People are thinking the Colts are all in on a quarterback and they think they might, and it might just very well be the Raiders. You never know. It could be the Raiders or the Falcons. They might be looking there like, man, we just can't sit here and wait for this to fall. Commanders could make a move. The commanders absolutely could make a move to get up. Yeah. They got to do a lot though. At 16. They're only picking right before the Steelers are. I know. Yeah. Well, you just, it's you crazy. just watch. They could, they could move up. Yeah. And if, you know, if the, if the Doughboy Jones rumors are true, who knows? Oh, Patriots might, might make a, make oh, but, a move. Okay. So, you know, we know all this cause we have our ears and eyes pressed to all of the, you know, speculation and rumor mills and that, but for those who don't know, supposedly there was something that's been said sideways in the back rooms of anonymous sources up in that great place called New England, <laughs> where was Mac Jones on the trading block even? They're not happy necessarily with them. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Hey, let them take a quarterback at 14. That's fine with oh, me. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting. I am just waiting for, you know, there's not a whole lot of guys I'm usually negative on. I understand just by the virtue of this, the guys you're high on. Remember how high everyone was with Justin Gilbert and, the, and then the Browns ended up taking them. And even yeah. Sammy Watkins, that degree, Sammy Watkins never turned out to be like Jerry Rice or Randy Moss. Like he was pegged out to be, yeah. you know what I mean? So the funny things happen. So I would never dump on anybody, but Will Levis in Kentucky, just, man, that just, that stinks to me, man. I just, I, I'm not, I just, no, I I'm not seeing not. it. And it's a good place to say this and maybe even just um, start to wrap on uh, this episode because is there anything else on the offensive side besides offensive line? We talked, me and Flash talked wide receivers. We talked a little right now about it too. Is there anything else offensively? Tight end, running back, quarterback. I, I, mean, I know and I'm talking go, like oh, they don't. top 50, first three rounds. You know what I mean? Like the late first. rounds, seventh round flyer on something. That's, that's not where I'm headed with that. It again, this is thinking more along the lines of the of the offensive line rebuild. But is it Stapleton? Who's the tight end that I took? Tina was mad at me for taking her, taking him uh in that one mock draft insanity. But I had ten thousand picks. I could take anybody I want. Um <laughs> how dare you take him with your thirteenth first yeah. round pick? <laughs> exactly. Uh I mean, you know, I if if that big giant tight end from Georgia, I think. Or Alabama. I can't remember where he's from. I think it's Georgia. Uh, um, they all run together, there. man. Um, Georgia. Yeah. Six, if he's there six, six, at 49, yeah. that's not just a swing offensive lineman. That's another offensive lineman. <laughs> and 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 the guy can catch and he can move. So, uh, you know, I would not, like, if he falls to them in the right spot, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they did, if they made that move um, because it's not, 
look, you know, Muth has has been concussed, right? Um, more than once. And what's your room after Muth? Gentry. One year and on a one year deal. Yeah, on a one year deal. You know what? We may as well throw it in here because we're not going to do just the show on tight ends. But Luke right. Musgrave, Oregon State, is also six six two fifty three. He's in that same neighborhood, uh, just a smidge faster. So you put him yeah, in the but same he's athletic definitely more court. of a receiver guy, I think. Yeah, well, um, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, he's not mixing it up as much, maybe, obviously. Yeah. But also, who isn't a receiver? We're talking about Oregon State, man. I, yeah, mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, Georgia, Georgia's going to run the ball a little bit, you know what I mean? Versus Oregon yeah. state, you know, it'd be, it might as well just, uh, what, like Oklahoma state and some of the big 12 teams. Like, just, just throw this out. There isn't a tight end at 17 or 32. I mean, Musgrave will be there and people will, will have him going maybe first round and maybe early second round, but from the Steelers standpoint, 17 and 32, no, there's no, no. tight end I'm taking 49. I'd start to consider it. And that's because look, uh, you got Gentry just onto one year, and yep. that's just signaling to me that they're going to look elsewhere. They're and it's still unsigned, Derek Watt. So you don't have a fullback necessarily. They're not going to. I don't think they're going to draft well, a fullback. You know, we're poo-pooing Connor Hayward being in that room because too. I don't feel that he's just fully a fullback. He'll be on the roster and he will get his time and his snaps. But he's yeah. he's such a utilitarian player that I don't see him as just a full-time special teamer slash fullback. Even though the fullback snaps are like five. Uh, that's yeah. high. That's a high amount of playing time. I think time. he showed enough playing at tight end last year that they will they will give him snaps for sure at tight end. Yeah, but in but the I slot. don't think he's the one or the two. Obviously, he, I mean, he's, well, Ruth's the one. He's so a, he's a much smaller body at tight end. Let's he give he it is. up like a no half question. a foot and fifty pounds to both youth and like Gentry. I, I'm exaggerating a yeah, little bit you, there, but not by much. Him, his big brother will come beat you up. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, we don't need any problems like that. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I got to see because I, you know, I want to call him Mighty Mouse. Uh, six foot two thirty. There you go. That's fullback yeah. size. It is fullback size. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but they'll be able to put him out in the slot and do some. Um, and in fact, they've got him listed as tight end slash fullback on the yeah. roster. I'm not sure if they changed that from last year or not because he was the tight end three, I think, on the depth chart originally. Yes. But they may have still had that position flexibility thing. So, but I'm just saying, more or less, you've got two tight ends and nobody else. Oh, so if somebody gets really, hurt, you, you, do. Yeah. you need another body. And would they take somebody super high? I know we're sleeping on it, but that would be the surprise sleeper pick. That would, I, that would, if we do a live show on that night. Oh, we will. Um, that would be, yeah, you just see a bunch of people going like this. Well, I'm not going to do it while the picks are being made. <laughs> no, but even after the show, we'd still be in shock. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, I don't know, Friermuth surprised me when they took him too. And it was like, that's, that's a little bit of a surprise, but. They they needed a tight end. They needed a weapon at tight end. I, he wasn't on my radar though. Like even George Pickens was at least one of my also considered when I did like my mock drafts. Like I didn't have tight end anywhere near, especially second round. I, I wasn't, you know, everybody just weren't going to get him any lower than that. Everybody That's was all. like, well, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, Kyle Pitts. It's like Patrick Starfish, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, man, that poor guy, he's going to be out of Atlanta fast, quicker than a hiccup if they don't get something going there in the next yeah. couple of years because his talents are just going to waste right now. Uh, but that's what happens when you sign Marcus Mariota as your um, veteran quarterback to be in there. So and I, I can't say that they're sold on Desmond Ritter. You could say all you they want. They can't 
possibly be sold on Desmond I, Ritter. I don't Look, think so. You see alum. I'm sitting right here. You cannot be sold on Desmond Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Hey, I love everything about that program winning a couple of years ago and everything like that. But you know, yeah. these are the big boys here. So, and of course, we're saying that quarterback not without the uh, not out of question to have somebody that's going to be holding the clipboard, developmental, maybe one of these uh, quarterbacks that's athletic, like Chris Oladokun, somebody that just kind of scampers around and oh. can maybe play scout team type deal as your quarterback three, Josh Dobbs. The right like guy that. in there in the sixth or seventh round wouldn't surprise me if they take a quarterback then. Yeah. Um, look, if, if, if some, even if somebody falls, even if somebody big falls, they're not going to take quarterback 17. They're not going to take quarterback 32. They're not going to take quarterback 49, 80, or 120. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe 120. No, if a please. first round guy, Anthony, just uh, pretend this is never going to happen. Anthony Richardson's there at 120. Okay. That might happen, but it's not. It's get, what about um, um, Hendon? Levi Hooker? Strauss is there at 120, which is more likely <laughs> than Anthony Richardson being there at 120. And yeah. I still pass because I like Mason Rudolph better than I like Will Levi Strauss. Oh, <laughs> geez. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I Will Levis uh, just was not. You called him Levi Strauss. Why do you still call it Sears Roebuck and, and Company? They're not I'm even just, in existence I, anymore. <laughs> That's right. It's Will Levi Strauss. I, I don't, I don't, it's not, that name is not Levis. I don't care how it's Levi. <laughs> Levi's Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. That's, I think Hendon Hooker could sneak into the first round. I mean, he could, he could, he could, but I'm just saying is like, we've seen this happen so many times where it's like, Hey, all these quarterbacks are going to go and five of them go. And then in the second round, the team's got a quarterback already have them. Nobody else needs one. And they're not going to use a second yep. round pick. And that's how you get Mason Rudolph in the third. You had Landry Jones. Was Landry Jones also a three or was he a four? I can't remember I that. He was no. a four, I, but I could be wrong. Uh, I could be wrong too. And I should know this. I'm his biggest fan. Um, you are, but that's what you're getting. Don't kidnap him and break his ankles, though. Why would I do that? I'm not like the, you're his biggest fan. I'm not the I'm not the chick from Misery. <laughs> oh, well, <same. laughs> oh man, we're gonna put a bow on it. Uh, he was pick one fifteen overall in the fourth round, two thousand and thirteen. My how time flies. That was ten years ago. Yikes, man. Whew. You playing in man. the uh, XFL? No, no, he hasn't been. Uh, oh. I mean, completely out of football as far as I know. Good so, for him. Should be. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, you are a bad, bad man. So, uh, well, you know what? Uh, I was going to look at his wife. Um, he married former Oklahoma Sooners women's basketball guard, Whitney Hand Jones. And his wife was drafted by the San Antonio Stars in the 2013 WNBA draft in the third round. I never knew that about him. That's some interesting, interesting facts. That is, that's, that's something very interesting. I never knew that. There are things, there are jokes hanging there about your wife being a basketball (laughs) star. I'm just not going down that path though. Hey, he still played long enough in the NFL that hopefully he's been wise with his money and he's better off than any of us are because once again, we're the pretenders and this guy actually got to do it. And yeah, whether or not you do it, well, it's just like there's certain levels. It's like, that's what most people don't realize. It's like you've played, they played in the NFL. 
And it's like you can't nobody can ever take that away from you. Even if you played like just a handful of snaps and you were on a roster for a couple of weeks and we joke about some of these players, good, bad, or indifferent, they were they were like at the top echelon of the college, you know, realm. Look, Landry Jones can can go into a bar and say, Ben Roethlisberger was my backup for a game. He can. <laughs> he can always say that. Somebody will call and say he's full of you-know-what. But on the other side of that, too, what's pretty funny about that is, is like, hey, he can go back to, you know, Oklahoma or whatever, and uh, and he can uh, – and they'll have, like, a parade in his honor or whatever, like one of those homecoming things or whatever. And now from the whatever year – Will blah, they? Blah, division. But, but will they? Will they for Landry Jones? Will they? Well, not that does not by himself. It'd be like will when they, they bring the Super Bowl forty team around or whatever, and it's like you know your twenty twelve, you know Big Twelve championship, blah, 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 Oklahoma Sooners, you know, and okay. maybe, yeah, maybe something like will. that. Maybe they so, love him there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Why? Why are we bringing this up? Even you know, I don't know. <laughs> we're in we the just, two we're in two percent range and we you are, know we are it gets late we get loopy it's, it's pontificating on landry jones i don't know it's because we enjoy discussing the minutia of steelers football this is this is not this is not even minutia this is tinutia it's a level below minutia it's, it's the particles of football knowledge that are being shared here about landry jones so small they're they're just tight they're not even tiny they're itsy <laughs> <laughs> folks that'll do it for us thank you brian for taking some time out of your busy schedule with Always. all of the, with all of the amazing wisdom you have shared with <laughs> us we will be sure to have you back in a month <laughs> well there you go then then mock draft insanity will happen after the draft and and it won't be as oh, insane no it'll be it'll be even more insane because now you're going to have to figure out who's picking at 1 through 32 and doing all of next year's class who's coming out early <laughs> like and and, you, and we you know you're rolling your eyes i'd be shocked oh, if I know. One, Look, there's probably a there's 20, already 2024 20, mock drafts yes, out there. Yes, I know, I know. You and might, we haven't even done this year's. You could probably run the simulator or whatever, and it has like you know the yeah. San Francisco 49ers are the Super Bowl champions, and you know they're picking 32, <laughs> and you know it gets uh, the runner-ups are going to be the Chiefs again or something like that. You know what I mean? It's uh, yep. it's crazy, and I I just I laugh at this. Go, you know, we're just talking about it now. And people were like, yeah, these clowns, they don't talk about the draft for months. And it's like, because like, go back and look at your mock draft from February before there was free agency. It looks rather silly now when there's a team that may have, I understand Jimmy G went to the Raiders. Maybe they don't draft somebody. Maybe they roll with him because he knows Josh McDaniels and stuff like that. But they're like Derek Carr, for example, going to the Saints. Now the Saints, there's probably mock drafts that had the Saints taking a quarterback. You know what I mean? And no it's all invalid. It's null. It's no good. And that's just yep. what I don't, I don't get into. I like to see everything. And now um, it looks like the Ravens won't need to draft a wide receiver. I hope they do. And another tight end. I just loaded up. That'll entice Lamar to come back. Right, running back, tight end. Back. That's the first three picks. Wide receiver, running back, tight end. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind, man. Uh, I just, you know, I, I will continue to laugh and a, smile. Watch. I'll take a corner. Oh, I thought about that, but they, um, they're not picking, uh, ahead of the Steelers. No, 22, but watch them move ahead. That's you watch them, watch them move up and take a corner. You keep that forked tongue behind your teeth. <laughs> Same. 
I, you, you had that, you would already put that like bug in my ear. I was already thinking about that with New England. It's a deep enough class. I'm not going to panic. There's going to be a lot of panic. Oh, no. We're going to do the day one show. It's... There's going to be a lot of panic. And then we're going to see after day two or rounds two and three on the day two show okay. that we're all like, yay, we're dancing around. And Here's sunshine. where there's panic. Yeah. If, if uh, Joey Porter, Devin, uh, what's his name? With his and pen. yeah, uh, Gonzalez, Deontay Banks, and Cam Smith all go in the first round, then you can panic a little bit. There's still guys out there. Don't get me wrong. There's still guys out there. But now you've missed on the best of the lot, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I keep saying my fun thing is to say Mingo and Ringo. There you go. There's your yeah. there's your second and third round picks, and then it can go on both sides of the line and beef up there, and then you're good to go. Why not just take another quarterback while you're at it? Somebody will drop there, right? But I'm, you know, I'm thrilled that we don't have to discuss that. We don't have to talk about quarterback trades, contracts, drafting. We got out of that for at least one more year until everyone. We'll see what we happens. We should talk about season. quarterback, though. You know what we should do? Ah, let's start uh, now. Timer. Should... Wait, wait. I saved this one. Just I saved this. This is only. This is only for Flash. We only use this. We only use this when he's on. Lightning round. Yes. All right, go. <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. Talk about quarterbacks. Oh, is Lamar going to be in Baltimore or not? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I, I agree. I'm going to say yes. I think uh, he's, he's just signing his tag. He's not going to get the deal. Yeah, he's not going to. That's it. T sign the tag to play one year with Odell and then go be a free agent unless they do another tag. Hmm. Um, all right. How many quarterbacks drafted in the first round? Four. Five. Okay. <laughs> Got to be contrarian. I just bet one dollar, yes. Bob, and you just went two dollars on me. Yes, well, I could have gone under and said three. <laughs> yeah, you could have. That would have worked in that scenario. Yes, would not work on the prices right. I, if know, I, did I just $2, got some tweet notification win. that the Steelers have signed some defensive lineman, but I don't know whether oh. it's old news or not. And my phone is going so slow that I can't tell. Uh, yeah, we may as well end this former sixth round pick eight career sex. This is Armand Watts signed reported by Ari Miroff, who is, um, was with pro football focus and maybe somebody else as well. My sports update. Uh, he gets quite a bit of that news. That's per his agent, David Cantor. So that's much less exciting than I wanted it to be. Yeah. But he's, is he related to TJ? Somehow I doubt it. No, he can't be. There's an S Watts. in the name. Yeah, but it's Watts. It's not. It's like no, maybe, maybe, like maybe, like a second cousin or something. They came through. We, like we, the old, we just wanted to differentiate ourselves by adding an S to the name. No, they did it at Ellis Island. They chopped the S off of the the the, the TJ oh, DJ and, and okay. JJ clan. Uh, when that, that group, pop, yeah. Pop, we, pop, you know Watt what? There's too through. many Watts is here. Pop You're now Watt. just Watt and and, and Gigawatt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. anyways we talked about quarterbacks right we're good all right folks that'll do Here it for go. us my name's joe and his name is brian and we encourage everyone out there well we usually encourage you to do a lot of things like comment subscribe leave a rating or review wherever you may be watching or listening we appreciate you we got more stuff coming this is what happens when we try and fit these in uh earlier in the week and then we just you know they're they're it, the whole thing is i've soured on offensive line brian it was the same thing like two years ago or the year before. And it was like offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. They're so position flexible. It's like, I'm probably going to be happy with whoever they take. Oh, it, wait a minute. Let's just go back for a second. Yeah. 
I can tell you the last time I wasn't just happy with whoever they took. Artie, Artie Burns. Burns. <laughs> Artie Burns was a pick because everybody was pegged for William Jackson III. And as soon as he went, it's like, all right, yeah. now what are they going to do? And you're looking at some of the names that are available out there. And I'll even I'll even go as far as Sean Davis, too, although I got talked into Sean Davis. I actually liked Sean Davis. He got stuck playing a lot of different positions. Jack of all trades, master of none. All right. Yeah, yeah. he's all right. Yeah. Ari Burns, young. Uh, what was it? He was watching after his his, his like brothers and sisters. And beautiful stuff. story. Beautiful, track, beautiful story. Yeah. Track, track uh, I was star. not happy with that draft pick. But it did seem like a panic uh, button was yeah. hit. We need a corner. Ours is gone. Who's the next guy? Uh, 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 30 seconds. Okay. Wait, anybody in that draft class still around? Rom twenty sixteen. Well, on the steel on the Steelers roster, I mean, it's not it's not common for them to have been anyway. When you really well, think yeah. it, when you really think about it, you get down to it. But but um, what's that? Seven years ago one, at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going well. Let me see. You, you got to count it out. So you got 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, two. It just yeah. what it means so is be did anybody in that even. in that get a second contract? And I think um, the answer is Javon Hargrave, but not with the Steelers and yeah. Tyler Medikevich. Well, not with well, the Steelers also. But forget Matikevich. Javon, Javon was the star of that draft. Absolutely. Outside of Javon, probably one of the worst drafts they've had in a long time. Artie Burns, Sean Davis, Javon Hargrave, Gerald Hawkins, pick 123, tackle, fourth round. Yeah. Travis Feeney, sixth round, who popped up again in the uh, XFL, but he was he was like one of those square peg round hole type things. He was an inside linebacker, but he was like a 4-3. He just didn't yeah. fit 3-4. He didn't even make the team. Uh, at the end of this, uh, Demarcus Ayers, who for a minute, uh, his biggest claim to fame was a, a big play against the Ravens. Might have been pass interference. I don't remember if it was catch yeah. pass or interference or both. And then Tyler Matikiewicz, who's still uh, plugging along. Actually, Artie Burns special is still team, plugging Solid along. special teams guy. Yeah, Artie Burns, I think, is still plugging along. Or he yeah, was I think he's playing Chicago? Yeah, he was. He ended up getting yeah. hurt. And uh, that's what happens. You get picked 25th overall. Somebody's still going to kick the tires on you. You've got enough. Yeah. yeah. You've got to, you've, well, it didn't last long for Gilbert, did it? Gil, no, Gilbert was like Steelers had a conditional pick that didn't even go to Cleveland, I don't think, for that one. And yeah. um, this is like this is how far you've fallen if you're Justin Gilbert. And that was what he was tenth, maybe overall. He was somewhere in that neighborhood with the Browns of one year. I, mean, I believe that was the pick that they one of the picks they moved back on. And um, Gilbert was returning kicks and punts. <laughs> like Mike Tomlin don't ever put defensive backs on special teams like that, at least in a return role. So, you know, that's how far the mighty have fallen. So yes, indeed. Uh, apparently he just lost his love for his passion for playing the game. Unfortunate. So, all right, folks, I'll do it for us. We told you all the things that we'd like you to do. We had some bonus content there revisiting the 2016 NFL draft. You know, a lot of people will say, well, all their drafts have been bad. Because, I mean, the year before that was Bud Dupree, Senquez Golson, through no fault of their own. They needed a corner guy, couldn't stay on the field. But he yielded Mike Hilton because by virtue of watching tape. and Bud Dupree's not a bad pick. No, Bud Dupree's not a bad pick. Sammy I'm still disappointed they haven't cut the cut bait and signed a, a deal. But That's going to be after draft or one of these ones where if they pay him enough money, it's not going to affect their compensatory formula. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a silent deal that's done. Either that or he didn't pass his physical. Yeah, I don't know if they would have announced that or not. Usually that they wouldn't news, have. They wouldn't have announced that news leaks. That usually that loose lips sink those ships. But Sammy Coates, Durant Grant, Jesse James, Latarius L. T. Walton. I want to win a championship. 
Anthony Ciccolo, and Gerard Hallman. There's a big rest in peace. The guy with 14 interceptions out of Louisville. Couldn't even make safety. the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you just go back far enough. I mean, and people think that, but Ryan Chazier, tragic what happened, but out of the league, Stefan to it, out of the league for different reasons. Jury Archer, third round. Martavis Bryant. That was another feller. I never, never was thrilled with Shaq Jury Richardson, Archer. Wesley Johnson, Jordan Zumwalt, Dan McCullers, Rob Blanchflower. So you see a lot of these like later round picks. They're just you go to Rob 20... Blanchflower. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Woo! Didn't really stick around. And one last one, Brian. We'll jump into 2017 with TJ Watt, Juju Smith Schuster, Cam Sutton, James Connor, Josh Dobbs. I, I mean, that looks like a stellar draft class of guys that are still making hay in the NFL. And then Brian Allen, Colin Holba. Wait a minute. And Is Keon Josh Adams. Dobbs making hay. Josh Dobbs got the start in the game. I mean, that's wait. That we've lowered the bar heavily for no, making but he got hay. the play. He got to start a game. Oh, hey. he's making hay. He got to start a game. He signed and he's on a roster. He's earning. He's well. I mean, he's not earning a paycheck because they're not playing yet. But if he got any ah. kind of little quibble for his I, look, uh, I like signing Josh bonus, Dobbs, but making hay, like uh, that's that's just a making little hay just means that they're still getting paid, dude. I mean, if a guy just can, say still in the league, still in the league, but 2017, we're talking, you know, five six years here now. Uh, first and second, sometimes a second or a third contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a fourth, for third and fourth round guys, still plugging along. That's, uh, I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty damn cool. So uh, it's not to disparage anything that Dobbs got to do. And I mean, hats off to him. He got to play ahead of Malik. Malik, he outplayed to to the point, at least in practice, to give confidence to play over Malik Willis. What if they cut him, Malik Willis? I, I'm Tomlin would kick the tires on that. Just oh, like he did with, just think. like he did with in the anniversary and rest in peace, the true non-joking yeah. fashion with Dwayne Haskins, but they would yes, definitely absolutely. put tires on it. But we've given X amounts of bonus content here because we just don't know when to shut the hell up. But that's because we don't yeah, know if we're doing yeah. another show later in a week. So we appreciate I gotta you joining go to bed, us. Though. Yeah, I'm you do. Tired. He needs, I'm old he needs and his past my sleep. bedtime. Yeah, the the sun hasn't gone down yet, but Brian has. Dude, so, did you say I need my beauty sleep? Yeah, I could hey, sleep for a hundred years. I'm still not going to be beautiful. I, and if I pronounce this wrong, I apologize. But welcome to Mark Lone over at Steel City Underground, one of our newest writers. He may have you topped in the age department. He may be your senior now. So you better respect your elders, sir. Right. <laughs> but welcome Look, aboard, Mark. Mark. I don't I'd be know remiss you, but without welcome aboard. That. But. Uh, yeah, respect is earned, my young friend. <laughs> <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty, Brian. He ran out of the sparkling water. He's getting cranky. My name's Joe. His name's Brian. Thank you, folks. Hope you enjoyed all of it. If you're still hanging around, tell us that you uh, that you enjoyed the show, and we'll catch you later. Until next time, be safe, be good. Oh, and we'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.